shadow is just a negative judgment of a neutral vibration. Welcome to Shadow Dominatrix, the podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain. On this show, you can expect to learn all about what makes you tick as we use human design, shadow work, and step into the taboo dom sub world to answer the inner call to become a turned on, unfuckwithable woman of wealth and personal power to become a shadow dominatrix. I promise you it will be liberating, spicy, and certainly kinky, but one thing it will never be, and that's vanilla. Welcome back, my friends. So, you know that I love some good kinky fun, and today I have more thought sex for you. This is how my brain works. Like, hopefully you're getting used to it by now, but I always have two or three thoughts that I blend together to um, illustrate a concept, let's just say. And this week has been really interesting. Um, There's been a couple of thoughts percolating and then a new one introduced to me. So I want to share those with you. And birth the baby that they created. So the first one is I was thinking about a concept that I read or I heard. I don't remember where it was from. It wasn't too long ago, but um, I'm a pretty avid reader and content consumer. And I don't always remember where I see or hear things. But anyway, this person said that Feelings and emotions are not the same. What? Like, I have always used them interchangeably. And she or he, I think it was a she, purported that feelings are the the vibration that we experience in the body. And they might actually come before the thought. Now, this is a really tough concept for me to buy into because I'm a huge believer and practitioner and certified coach in this model um, modality where thoughts create feelings and feelings compel actions, which create our results, right? It's a thoughts, feeling, action result model, not the other way around. It's not feelings thought. So when I first heard this, like I wanted to dismiss it, but I kept listening and or reading what she was saying. And she went on to share that emotions are the context that we apply to the feeling and are actually created from the thought. Like I said, I've always used them interchangeably, but this gave me a moment of pause, right? And I can buy into it somewhat because I've also been thinking about shadows and trauma. I know, big surprise, right? 
But I literally have this 800 plus page book on my desk that covers every illness from and symptom and ache and pain, right? And the emotions that caused it. So it purports that all of our illness is potentially caused by emotions and mainly not allowing them or um, hiding them, shaming them, right? Which is what we're all about here. So the book and other books that I have about the body and um, disease and how that all comes about um, talked about unprocessed trauma is most often stored in the body. And while we think that we have a pretty good mind-based memory, right? It doesn't even hold a candle to our body's ability to remember. And it, like our body actually remembers genetic trauma, right? Passed down to us through our DNA. And that's another whole podcast, but suffice it to say, it's like this super cloud storage device, right? It remembers everything that's happened to us, good and bad, and it stores it in our body. So what does this prove, right? That emotions and feelings are different. Maybe nothing. I don't know, right? But it does indicate that it's possible to have a feeling not predicated by thought, but actually as a reaction to a triggering event. And then we think about it and we emote. So why do I even want to share this info with you? Because I believe it's the actual emoting or lack of, right? The suppressing suppressing of the emotions um, that has the potential to create a shadow. We feel the sensation in our body and then we look at the circumstance surrounding it and form a judgment and label the vibration. And then we call it an emotion. And based on that judgment, we label the experience good or bad. Good makes us feel joy, happiness, success, worthiness, right? And bad has us hiding, shaming, or aka casting a shadow on. Because a shadow is just a negative judgment of a neutral vibration, right? Vibrations are vibrations. They're not good or bad. Like think about, I was thinking about this earlier. Think about when you're falling in love with someone and they brush up against you and your stomach does that flip floppy thing. And you're like, oh my God, like this person is amazing. I feel so good when I'm with them, right? You have all these thoughts from that flip floppy vibration that happened in your abdomen, right? In your stomach. Well, think about when you're about to go on stage in front of 3,500 people who just listened to Peyton Manning's opening uh, 
speech at a conference and your stomach does that flip floppy thing. Now I know that is a very precise example because that's what happened to me, right? I had to follow Peyton Manning for my first big um, speech from stage. And my stomach was doing those flip, that flip floppy thing, that vibration was happening. And it certainly wasn't saying, oh my God, I love this. (laughs) It was saying, run as fast as you can, right? So the vibration itself was the same or very similar, yet the circumstance and my judgment about it had me either feeling love or feeling fear. So it's that actual judgment of it that's casting the shadow. And I believe that all of our shadows are created from judgment, either external or internal, right? Someone tells us it's bad or we tell ourselves it's bad based on some type of um, societal or experiential beliefs that we have. So now we have the vibration that we pass judgment on and we file it in some unpleasant category where we pretend it doesn't exist, right? Until that category or that filing cabinet, if you will, begins to overflow. Like perhaps it looks like my HR file at one of the companies I worked at for a long time, but it begins to spill out, right? The overflow spills out onto your life, our life, my life at the most inopportune moment. And the longer we ignore it, the bigger it gets. And eventually it shows up as some type of sabotaging pattern or worse, it shows up as disease, cancer, heart problems, psoriasis, eczema, back problems, frozen shoulder, diabetes, acne, allergies. I could go on and on. Remember, I have 800 pages of examples sitting right here next to me. And if you could see me, I'm touching the book. Like it has not left my desk. I've even taken it to read, like sitting, waiting for uh, doctor's appointments. I cannot put this book down. It is so fascinating to see how unprocessed emotions left unchecked, left unwitnessed, cause or wreak havoc with our body. And our body remembers it, right? So I just want to say, like, feel free to message me a symptom that you're experiencing, and I'll tell you what the emotional encyclopedia has to say about it, and we can explore its efficacy. Like, is it real? Is it true for you that this is potentially what has caused whatever, right? Sore shoulder, bad back, sniffles. Like you probably hear me on the podcast sniffing all the time because my allergies are crazy. And we blame it. I blame it on Austin, right? Being the allergy capital of the world. But in truth, it's probably some type of repressed emotion that I haven't dealt with yet. And I don't know what it is. I haven't even looked up allergies, but I'm going to after I finish this podcast. Anyway, in the meantime, I'm going to once again ask you to consider 
the healing effects of submission as my, it's my key shadow work strategy, technique, whatever you want to call it. Because when we can learn and allow ourselves to fully submit to the bad, quote, parts of us, they not only heal, but our whole body begins to heal. The symptoms of physical pain subside along with the mental anguish that we're experiencing. And this type of healing happens daily in traditional dom-sub, well, the professional ones, right? And just to be clear, like that, the professional dominatrix submissive relationship doesn't include sex, right? It's not about sex. It's about shadow work and being able to um, release things within you. That's why you see so many um, successful executives, especially male executives, seeking out female dominatrixes, dominatrices to help them work through issues that they can't, like they don't feel safe to work through in their corporate environment, right? You can't admit (laughs) some type of um, guilty pleasure or um, insecure feelings at the top of the of the ladder, right? It's just not um, commonly accepted practice. So they act these out in dungeons across America and across the world in order to process those emotions. And there's a two the type of healing that happens with those is is twofold, right? The sub heals when he or she is validated for her desires by the dom who willingly participates in the desires without judgment, right? So I enter into this relationship and I say, look, I'm having a lot of t- trouble processing um, uh, vulnerability, And feeling inadequate, and I need to work through this. So then together, we would create this scene, right, this play that we're going to act out. And the Dom would help me fulfill it and make it safe for me to actually feel that inadequacy or that vulnerability to the point where I get pleasure from it. And we, I saw this on, I recently watched a movie and I don't know what the name of it is. I'll find it and put it in the show notes, but it was a movie about Carl, Carl Jung, right? Our shadow daddy, who is the one who said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate, right? So this movie was about um, him when he was just beginning his practice and he was like the protege of Freud Freud and it's actually about a patient that he had that he ended up having an affair with um who was she was like really crazy when she came to this clinic that he was uh working at and he 
helped her by creating this safe environment where she could tell him that she liked when her father would humiliate her and spank her. And she kept acting out in ways that would get him to spank her so that she could feel that pleasure from the pain. And pretty much very quickly after he got her to say it out loud to him and admit it to herself that she liked that feeling, she was healed. Like, of course, in movie time, right? In minutes, she was healed. But I think it was a very, very quick healing. And their relationship included a little bit of kinky play where he spanked her a lot um, to spark arousal within her before they would have sex. So that is the healing power of submission. And it's real, right? And now I'm not saying that you have to go find somebody to flog you in order for you to get over this or not get over it. That's the wrong word in order to process this. Um, But what I am saying is it's the actual submission. It was her speaking it out loud and you don't have to tell anyone. You just have to tell yourself, admit to yourself that you get some kind of pleasure from this suppressed emotion, from keeping it suppressed. Um, we don't all, we don't like the results that it creates when it wreaks havoc, right? But we like the protection it provides to keep us from doing the things we're afraid of. So there's also a secondary um, unexpected healing that happens in these intense sessions, right? And it's where the Dom actually experiences a healing. When a sub or submissive can be that vulnerable and that trusting with the Dom, allowing him to take her or her to take him through this scene safely, openly, the Dom's heart cracks wide open because think about if anyone has ever like giving given you like unconditional trust with their emotions or their vulnerability you can't help but have that warmed heart feeling within you like even those of us that are not big um, expressively emotional people can't help but be touched, right? Tears well up in our eyes. We, our throat closes a little bit because we're so taken in by that amount of trust. So just like I described a moment ago, right? The mental anguish of the shadow heals as does the body when we embrace this process. Shadow work in its highest expression is simply feeling what you feel without judgment. And I see this in myself, my clients, my friends, my family, like everyone, humans, right, on a daily basis. 
When we submit, we heal. And if you want to experience this for yourself, right? Message me or find me on social, right? I'll put all, all the links are always in the show notes. I just can't um, express the amount of turbulence within your mind that will clear. The, it's like when a mirror is all fogged up and you clean it all off and you can see and it's so clean and so vibrant. That's what happens in this process. When we feel what we're actually feeling without any judgment of what that might mean, we heal. And not only mentally, but physically as well. So my friend, until next week, I wish you very kinko, kinko, very kinky shadow healing. If you'd like to continue to play in the dark, I'd love to have you join me inside the Inner Power Portal text membership, where we dive deep into all things human design, shadowy, and mentally kinky. We expand and push the limits of our edges all within the safety of a two-way text portal. If you're ready for the depth, join me at text.shadowdom.com. That's text, T-E-X-T, dot, shadow, S-H-A-D-O-W, D-O-M-M-E, dot com. I can't wait to see you on the inside.